0: life at Calvary. Good morning, new life at Calvary. Good it's good to see everybody out today. It's a nice day in Cleveland, Ohio. We are so happy to have you all out. Today, the sun is shining. The sun, the S-O-N, is shining. Jesus is the light of the world. And we just want to give God some praise. Amen. So we are so glad that everybody came to church. Thank you for those that are watching us online. We're so happy that you can make it out on Facebook and on uh, NLAC.tv. We just wanna welcome everybody. But before we begin, let us go to God in prayer. Lord, we say thank you for another Lord's day. Thank you, God, for waking us up with a mind to serve you and to hear your word thank you lord for everything that you have ahead of us this week so we take time to give you glory honor and praise at the start lord you are the most important thing in our lives lord so humbly giving everything to you our our mind our hopes our dreams our energy Our time, our talents, Lord, our treasures, we all bring it to the throne to you, Lord, because we know you are a good God, and you return to us what we return to you, God. We return everything to you, Lord, because you are just so good, Lord. So we just ask you for a wonderful service today. Come on in, Holy Spirit. Come on in this place, because we know we are nothing without you and your spirit leading us. God, we need a word today. So we are asking, God, that you are being with those that are still coming in online, be with those that are still coming in to worship service. Be with um, us as we hear, draw our hearts and our minds to you, quiet to listen, to spend some time with you at the throne of grace today, God, filling us up with everything that we need, things that we don't even know that we need yet. So we just say thank you, God, that you are a good God. You are a protector, a provider. And you are, as we come to you today, refreshing us, restoring us, our vision, our hopes, our dreams, God. We are so excited to see what you're going to do with us today at worship service. So we ask you, God, to bless this service in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And again a welcome to everybody to church we're so glad to have our friends visitors everybody online good morning give us a wave give us a good morning in Facebook or on our app if you go onto our app page um, look up our app new life at Calvary app Um, you can click on our about links and you can actually download a prayer and a guest card for those of us that are visiting in person we do have guest cards out in the lobby here and we would love to connect to you how many y'all want to connect to somebody new today Yes, we need to connect to other people. We need to be the arms and feet of Christ, right? Somebody needs a a hug or a word of encouragement. So we are getting ready to worship with the praise team today, and we're going to sing the best is yet to come.
1: It's all right to put your hands together. Ain't seen nothing yet. Bless the Lord.
0: so much, praise band and praise team. We are now about to go into our prayer. Lord, we just say thank you for another Lord's day. Thank you for being able to come to you in prayer corporately today, God. We just are thankful for being able to worship you freely, Lord, because you are a good God. And we do want to have our hearts turned towards you. So turn our hearts to us, turn our hearts towards you, Lord, so that we can worship you at all times, so that we can be a light on the hill, so that we can be salt in the earth, Lord. And we just say thank you, God, for just being with us, for knowing what we ask even before we ask. we know that prayer is very important to you. So we just say, good morning, Lord. We want to come to you and bring our request to you today. Lord, we say thank you for just every ministry that you have in our church and for those that are um, even watching online who just looking for a word today. We are just so thankful for the church of God that you have called together. We are we're praying, Lord, that you... Bring us together as a church, as a church universal, as New Life at Calvary to do more. We are just so thankful for the things that we have already done this year, this eight months of the year, God. And we are just so thankful that we have our 10th anniversary coming up. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for just being faithful to us, God, for 10 years as New Life at Calvary. We ask you, Lord, to... um, to give us help with our deacons, our elders, our lay pastors, as we go out and serve you, as we go out as the hands and feet. And for our church as a whole, as we go out um, as your hands and your feet to serve, Lord. Give us a heart to help somebody else. Thank you, Lord, for the energy that you've given us, even just this past weekend. (laughs) Lord, for just with our health ministry and education fair. Thank you, Lord, for just inspiring us and giving us energy that that doesn't make any sense, Lord. Um, We are praying for our prison ministry. Um, As Bill Glass went down to Marysville yesterday, we're so thankful that all those lives were saved. The good work is being done. Hallelujah. In your name and in your son's name, Lord. We are just so thankful to help us continue to just be able to do what we need to do as prison ministry, Lord, and um, give us the right words to say as we talk to your people, Lord. Um, We're praying for the Rotulu orphanage in Nigeria. Continue to strengthen them and um and give them the wisdom, knowledge, the teachers and that they need and, and grow the children up in you. Let them to be um children of light in you, Lord. Um, We're praying for our own children as our children are still going back to school even this week, Lord, and throughout the rest of the month. Continue to be with them. Give them all the supplies they need. Thank you, Lord, for all the supplies we were able to provide yesterday. Hallelujah. And, Lord, we're just um, so glad to be able to just serve. Um, We are praying for our kids that that you continue to keep them away from bad influences, Lord, and help them to continue to grow in you. Help them to continue to study their word while we're on break. Um, Thank you for those that have been reading their words. Thank you for great parents in the Lord. Hallelujah. Continue to strengthen the parents and the teachers, Lord. Um, So we ask you for a a new a a blessed season this year as we go into September. Lord, we're praying for our two cents of meal ministries. We're praying for our food pantry ministry. We're praying for every ministry under this house, God. Continue to bless us and strengthen us as we do your will, Lord. Give us a, a sense of camaraderie, a sense of peace, a mind of Christ so that we can work together as the body of Christ to do your will, to serve your people, Lord, and help somebody to, to get saved, even through those ministries, God, because we know that you give us a word, and you, we can give the word as you give it to us, Lord. So we say thank you, Lord, that you are using us and sending us out to do your will. We are sent because of you and your son, Jesus Christ, Lord, and we're just praying, Lord, for just all those who might be having a hard time this week, sick and shedding, those who might be um, dealing with bereavement, those who might be depressed about something. Give us a a, a renewal of our faith, God. Give us a restoration, Lord, in you, because there is nothing, there is no hope without you, Lord. So we're just asking you, God, to lift us up. You are the glory and the lifter of our head. So we say thank you for lifting us up so we can look to you even in hard times. Um, We walk through the valley of the shadow of death with you. So we just say thank you, Lord, that you are with us, and we won't always be in the valley. You're going to bring us back to the mountaintop, Lord. So we are just asking all these things in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. If you're able, we're going to ask you to stand for our church purpose statement. In response to God's love, our purpose is to love others, teach the word of God, and reach the world for Christ. Therefore, as a covenant partner, I will invite others to come and join me in worship. I will be a part of a small group Bible fellowship to grow in Christ. I will serve in the ministry with my gifts and talents. I will do my part in faithfully giving my tithes and offerings to keep the ministry of Jesus Christ alive in the world. I will love all those who enter our doors and accept them in our midst, amen, amen. You may be seated. We are going to have Miss Ruby Turner come up and read our scripture today.
2: Good morning. I will be reading to you this morning from the book of Psalms, chapter 28, beginning with verse 1. Chapter 27. The Lord is my light and my salvation, whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked advance against me to devour me, it is my enemies and my foes who, are, who will stumble and fall. Though an army besiege me, my heart will not fear. Though war breaks out against me, even then I will be confident. One thing I ask from the Lord This only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. The next scripture reading will come from Matthew chapter 11, beginning with verse Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light may the lord add a blessing to the reading of his scripture
0: thank you so much miss turner does anybody know what time it is what time God is going to return to us as we give. Amen. We are so glad that we, God has given to us all through the week. And today our uh, our, our special offering after our um, per capita and tithes it goes to our African Rotulu home. It's the third Sunday. And so, after, so we ask you to give towards the Rotulu home because they do need help. Continue on with their school year this year. They probably need school supplies as well. We are some wonderful givers and we know as we give, God always gives back to us. So our ushers are going to come down and then we are going to pray. Lord, we just say thank you for just blessing us so that we can be a blessing to you, Lord. We ask you to bless these tithes and these offerings to do the ministry of your work, Lord. We just say thank you for the privilege of being able to give back just a portion of what you have already given to us. So as we give our tithes and offerings today, may your will be done in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. We're going to have special music by Gwen Coates, and she's going to be singing I Am I'm (laughs) God.
2: Michael Mylon gave me this song like some, I want to say 30. He said 25 years ago. (laughs) But anyway, (laughs) I appreciate it, Michael. Thank you.
3: Sick, raise the dead, but they could not understand. alone. Kings, your Lord, of Lord, the Prince of Peace, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Shalom, Jehovah Nisi. I walk with you. I talk with you. I'm. Going
0: Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Gwen. Hallelujah. I know y'all felt the spirit on that one. Hallelujah. Yes. Well, I have the privilege of preaching with you all today, and I'm so happy to be preaching with y'all standing up on two good feet. Amen. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. (laughs) So we are going to go to God in prayer. Lord, we say thank you. Thank you for the word. Thank you for calling us. Thank you for lifting our spirits. Speak to our hearts, God, and move us from where we are to where it is you would have us to be. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Today I'm preaching on Trigger, carrying the weight of the world. So we've been talking about Trigger in our sermon series. Our first, if you look in your bulletin, what was our first sermon series? Our first sermon was what? The world is scary, but God is good. What was the next one? When we are weak, he is strong. And today we are talking about carrying the weight of the world. Um, I like what um, uh, we had. uh, Our preacher last week was talking about giving up self-sufficiency and adopting a grace-sufficiency, right? Um, The scripture says, my grace is sufficient for you. How many of y'all have a self-sufficiency? in Christ but we are talking about doing a grace sufficiency in Christ. Hallelujah. So carrying the way of the world is the title for today and it kind of um, makes me think about a picture in my mind. You'll see the picture on the screen in just a second. And um you carrying the way of the world it's pretty heavy, right? Did y'all see that picture up there? Put that picture up there for me, please. Um, it, can y'all guess the mass of the earth? Can y'all guess the weight of the world? It's pretty heavy, right? T- take a wild guess. Come on, let's humor me. Let's take a wild guess. How much does the earth weigh? How much? A billion tons. Okay, anybody else? An infinite number. Okay, I think it's finite though. Anybody else? Okay, well, actually, we'll see it on the screen again. There, the mass of the earth is estimated at approximately 5.9722 times 10 to the 24th kilograms. Anywhere in between that 5, five billion trillion. Can y'all write that down? Five billion trillion. <laughs> or uh, anywhere between six and a half billion trillion tons. Based off of, I have no idea, but this is approximate estimation. Who has that scale that big, <laughs> you know? Who actually knows that? Well, whether it's accurate or not, it's pretty heavy. Anybody think you can carry a ton? Anybody feel like you're carrying a ton of weight? Oh, you might feel like it, but I'm guaranteed you ain't actually carrying it like Atlas. Um, There's a lot going on in our world, right? Some pretty heavy stuff. So a lot of brawls going on down in, in the world, a lot of shootings going on, a lot of youth being killed, right? A lot of things happening in our own families, amen? And the world can be pretty heavy. You might not actually be carrying the weight of the world, but it might feel like it. Um, A lot going on. And a lot of people are actually using the word triggered to explain their feelings. Anybody notice anybody in the media been saying the word triggered? I feel triggered, it's triggering. Um, to explain their emotions. Like there's so much to do and there's so many people to deal with and so much drama. Um, And you think about Atlas carrying the weight of the world on his shoulders, but it's impossible, right? You would have to be some... In order to carry actually carry the weight of the world, you will have to be some giant superhuman being out in outer space where there's no air, and, you, and he's kneeling. Like, what is he kneeling on? It's like, he's kneeling on the earth. There's nothing to kneel on out there. It's impossible, right? Um, sometimes the, the things, the cares of the world actually make you feel like you're coming down to your knees. They can bring you down, right? Uh, and it can be like a weight on you, the only one that can actually handle the weight of the world, though however, is who is god it 's Jesus, and all of it because Jesus is God, Jesus literally paid the price for the whole world he paid the price of sin for the entire world just to set us free and he bought us with his precious blood that's amazing isn't it anybody want to try to buy the freedom of the whole world no sometimes we got some weights though we have anxiety and it makes us feel triggered and it brings us to our knees like different tasks starting school getting your kids ready getting the school supplies i recently saw somebody on facebook that was stealing from family dollar and what did he have book bags and school supplies People are really struggling, you know, with the things that are going on. He wasn't still like no cell phones. He was still in school supplies. Um, and it's really sad, you know. Um sometimes you even walk into work and things just hit you at the beginning of the week. How many of you I know how that feels? But like, oh my God, there's like six different things that's happening. You're like, Okay, I just got here. Um, you know, me trying to work with our Pastor Kelly on vacation, amen. There's a lot of things that's happening, amen. Anybody feel like you've been triggered this week, if anything? Um, there's a myriad of emotions when you do feel triggered. You'll see it on the slide there. And some of the emotions that we feel are—sometimes you, you'll have, like, wow eyes. You'll be tired or you'll be crying. Can we get that slide up with the myriad of emotions? And, um, you know, you just act crazy. You just look like a wild dog. You're just confused, angry. And, you know, sometimes they kind of compare this to trauma. Trauma can cause us to be triggered, right? On the, um, but on the, what, is, on, what is a trigger? On the next slide, you'll see what a trigger actually is. And basically, if you're talking about a mechanism, it's something that causes a particular action or process. So if we're talking about uh, an alarm, the alarm was triggered because something happened. Or like on a gun, the gun shot off because the trigger was pulled. Something that's like a cause and effect type of thing that's happening. Also another, um, another definition is basically a response, uh, a cause by a particular action or a process. So if it's mechanical or it's a response in, your, in yourself, like a triggering memory. Can it cause you to act a certain way? If somebody starts talking about something that you haven't dealt with, you're gonna feel triggered, right? Or if somebody starts talking about the death of a loved one, you can take that down. If if you someone starts talking about the death of a loved one, sometimes you can feel triggered, right? You can feel all kinds of emotions, right? Anybody know what I'm talking about? So, there are some practical techniques that you actually can take when you are feeling triggered put that slide up for me some practical techniques and you're feeling like kind of crazy it's like your mind is like in a fog when you're feeling triggered put the slide up please practical techniques and you can like drink water you can take a break you can call a friend you can journal you can do all kinds of sorts of things right um take breathing exercises anybody try any of these things you can also go to God. Amen. <laughs> Matthew 11 on the next slide, you'll see we're going to take some time and go off and go off with Jesus. We're going to go to the mountaintop. You know, many times Jesus went to the mountaintop. I read this morning, also Moses went to the mountaintop often to get alone, to get with God. How many of y'all can say that when you're feeling triggered, you have to get alone and get to God? How many of y'all can actually say that? Yeah we have to sometimes pause instead of react. In Matthew 11, um, it starts off with people doubting Jesus as the Messiah. They were not what people—he was not what people expected of him. You know, you think of the Messiah, the King of Kings— big, powerful, strong man in the palace with robes and servants and camels in that day or whatever, servants, all kinds of stuff. But Jesus didn't have any of that, did he? He lived in the wilderness. A lot of the times he's in the wilderness teaching, right? He was born in a manger with strips of cloth. He was completely the opposite of what you would think the king of kings would look like. Normally, like the pharaohs at that time, they were mean. They were harsh on the people. They, you know, they even did heavy taxes and things like that. But Jesus came to give us rest. Jesus is the opposite of the typical king that we would see on the earth. So, Jesus went to pray into the mountains to get away from others, and he was not what people expected. You know, people had a lot of demands on him too. They expected him to heal, to bless, to fill up, to do all kinds of stuff. But when we get tired, we got to rest. Somebody tell your neighbor to rest. And we have to get away with God. Um, If Jesus had to take some time and rest, that means you need to take some time and rest, amen? Um, our, our first, go on to the next slide, please. Our, net, our first, um, our first application today is cast off societal expectations. Let's say that. Cast off societal expectations. Thank you. You can take that down. Society can create anxiety. Would you agree? Yeah. And it can create a weight trying to keep up with everybody's expectations. At some point, when people say, hey, aren't you going to do this? And what about your kids? And I thought she was going to do that. And what kind of clothes she got on? Or he got on. And, and he ain't got the, the latest Nikes on. You know how they expect guys to have all the, the name labels on and be, be the strongest and never have any emotions and be the toughest and be the strongest. And women are supposed to be the best cooks. I mean, praise God if you can't get But some of us can't cook as good as others. Amen. Um, you know, people have expectations of you. You should be doing this. By this age, you should be doing this. And by this time, you should be doing that. But it doesn't always work that way, amen? God has—God's ways are better and higher than our ways, amen? We have to follow God. We got to get off that treadmill, off that—you know, like the little mouse that runs in the little cage, and he's just like always running. He can't never stop. There's never, never an end in sight. You got to get off that treadmill, And you got to follow God to get to your mountaintop. The Messiah is near to us today, amen. We don't have to go far. I like what that song says. Call him up, call him up, tell him what you want. Oh,
4: call him up, call him up. Tell him what you want. Oh, call him up. Call him
0: up. Tell him what you want. You just call him up and tell him what you want. Was that Jesus on the main line? Jesus on the main line. Tell him what you want. Hallelujah. Jesus is there on the main line. Tell him what you want. Oh,
4: Jesus, on the main line, tell him what you
0: are. You just call him up and tell him what you are. Amen. Give yourself a hand clap. God is near. God is our father. God is our friend. And he wants to hear from us. He wants to hear more from us. Tell your neighbor, God wants to hear more from you call your father up. Call him up. It's free. No collect calls. It's free. It doesn't cost anything. Grace reminds us that Jesus doesn't want us to try harder. He wants us to try harder to come to him. When we have expectations in the world, we have to stop and just go to God. Our second application on the screen, you will see it says, put that second application up. Let's read that together. Whatever our weariness is caused by, we can bring it to Jesus. Amen. Look at the next slide. Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is comfortable. I like this version. And my burden is like the other version says, my yoke is easy. Hallelujah. It's comfortable. It's simple. It's not hard. Call them up. Jesus is unlike those pharaohs or the bosses or whoever that's making demands on us or whatever the expectations are, because we all have them, right? It's, Jesus is opposite to the legality of the Jews. You know how many Jew- laws the Jews had to keep up with? Over 600 in addition to the Ten Commandments. Anybody not broke a commandment yet? Anybody can honestly say that I kept all the Ten Commandments— No, nobody. You can take that down, please. Thank you. Nobody has ever taken, nobody's ever kept the Ten Commandments. And how are you going to keep 600 laws? It's tasking. It's hard. So all these different things can become a weight. And weights can also, don't just stop there. We got a lot of weights in the world, don't we? what do we got? Bad habits, bad attitudes, being dishonest, lack of integrity, trying to do things that, um, that no one knows about that you know you can get away with, but you do in the dark, but God sees it. Amen. Um, those little things like that, they can hold us back from where God wants us to go. And bad attitudes, we should know, can hold you back from a promotion at your job, can't it? Um, we have to get to a point where we are done letting our flesh rule us and let our spirit rule us. Amen. We have to be led by the spirit. Even some food can weigh you down. Some of us know this really well, don't we? Um, <laughs> it can slow you down. It can clog up your, your, your pores, clog up your arteries. The bad choices that we make also can slow us down, Right? let God lead you even in small things and God will enlarge you in big things, right? Have faith in small areas and watch what God will do in a big area. Anybody have a witness to that? That you was faithful in one area and God blessed you over here? Yeah, it's the same principle. You have to focus on where you want to go. You know, we're not perfect people. I like what somebody said there was a preacher on a reality show, and the guy said, I just got to, he was a rapper, he said, I just got to get back to God, because I was just like, this is a rapper? It's like, in church? Praise God. He was like, I got to get back to God. He said, because I just been living the wrong life, and I asked God to make me famous, and God made me famous, and then I just stopped coming to church, and I stopped praying. And he recognized he had to get back to God. And the pastor said, "You don't have to apologize for what was done in the past. Just focus on where you're going now and celebrate the little things. Celebrate the step. I, I didn't, I didn't have. I'm working on my bad attitude, but I didn't have as much as a bad attitude as I had last week. I had three less." Uh, spaz out this week. I was driving in traffic and I didn't go off on somebody at least twice this week. Um, you have a bad habit smoking. I didn't smoke a whole pack, but I, I smoked three less cigarettes today. You have to be faithful in small things so you can get bigger in the big things. Amen. You have to take small steps to get to some big steps and you have to celebrate yourself. Don't let anybody discredit you for your small steps. Hallelujah, you are moving in the right direction, and none of us have it all together. Nobody can judge you except God. You have to have a heart turned towards the Lord. It's not about laws. It's about having a heart to please the Lord, having a heart to do right. So we have to cast off those societal expectations, and whatever that's making us weary, whatever we feel guilty about, we can still bring it to Jesus. Amen? Because Jesus is the only one that can carry our weights. Not your neighbor, not your mom and them. No, only Jesus. Only Jesus. I like what the Scripture says. Go tell John the things what you hear and, this, and what you see. The blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised up and the poor have been preached to. And blessed is he who was not offended because of me. God is still doing the work today. God is still doing the work today. Jesus is still alive. Why? Because God gave it to him to do that. It says, all things have been delivered to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, nor does anyone know the Father except the Son, and the one whom the Son wills to reveal him. Jesus is our living Atlas. When you think about Atlas holding that glow, think about Jesus. Jesus is the Savior of the world, not us. He's got the whole world in his hands, doesn't he? Amen. So, You can't always take in all the gossip, all the bad news on TV. I know the news is informative, but it repeats itself. You know that, right? You can't sit there and watch the news all day. Fifteen minutes and then move on. Change the station. Put on some good news. Amen? Put on something that's going to encourage you. Read your Bible. Praise God. Put on a podcast or something like that. Put on some gospel music. You have to put some good news in your spirit, because if you put that bad news, it's gonna come out. Oh, what you put in is gonna come out. What you got if you put garbage in, you're gonna get garbage out. But if you put goodness and mercy and grace and grace sufficiency in, oh, that's what you're gonna get out. How about we talk about joy? How about we be selective? You have to be selective what you feed your mind, your body and spirit, because guess what? It's gonna grow. If you feed negativity, negativity is going to grow. If you feed doubt, doubt's going to grow. If you feed depression, depression's going to go. But if you feed joy, joy's going to grow. They're going to say, what is the with that person? Why are they so joyful? Why are they always singing? If you f- feed your faith, you're going to have more faith. You're going to have faith for somebody else. Amen. So our last application today is stay at rest. Put that up, please. Stay at rest. Take your neighbor, stay at rest. Get somewhere quiet with God. I like the daily bread. I don't know if y'all read it this morning, but it says take a rest with God today in a wide open space. Oh, receive that into your spirits this week. It's still summertime. Get out into nature. Get out and, and do something and be with God. Or even if you need to stay at home, just be quiet. Be restful in your mind and your spirit. You can take that down. The world will constantly have something next. Did y'all know that? It's always going to be something. The next news phone, the next news Jordans, the next news shoes, the next drama, the next parent, the next, what's going on this time on the news? The next COVID-19 scare, the next triple threat. It's always going to be something, right? But what are we going to do, church? What did we say before? Stay at rest. Tell your neighbor, stay at rest. Stay at rest. You have to come back to a place of peace, like a do not disturb sign on your mind. Like, I'm not available today. I have business hours. Tell me what you need, and then we're going to drop it and leave it. We're going to do what we can, and then we're going to trust God with what we can. Amen. Because I'm going to tell you something. If you don't drop it, it's going to be with you on your mind all night long. You're going to be worried. You're going to be stressed. I know this by—we should know this by experience, right? You're going to be up all night worried. And what am I going to do about this? And you'll see that God is going to resolve the situation for you, right? You're sitting there worrying about something that you can't change, but God is the one that's going to change it. God is the one that's going to help you out. God is the one that's going to be your defender, right? Right? So, we have to identify what the peace stealers are in our life. Think about it. Don't say it out loud. Don't say your friends or whomever. Just think about who or what is stealing your peace today. And I want you to, in your mind, mentally give it to God. Turn it over to the Lord right now. Turn it over to God. Amen. Does it feel a little bit lighter in here? I feel a little bit lighter. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Some people are like pea stealers, and they have so much junk, and we sympathize with them, but all they, oh, they come to you with problems, 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 like a garbage truck. They, need, they smelly, and they big, and they nasty, and you see them coming 10 miles away. And you try to get away from them, and they just want to dump their garbage all on you. And you have a choice. Either you can keep your lid open and take all the garbage in, or you can close it and not take it in you have to stay at a place of rest because guess what when they dump that load trust me they're gonna feel better ain't they you have to make the choice to close your lid and not take it all in you know be nice listen be kind and pray for them but don't take it all in you have to know that you're not their savior we already have a savior amen so if sometimes if you let people handle their own problems sometimes they'll do what if you don't help them and save them, guess what? They're going to have to try to figure it out on their own, aren't they? Yes. You can't meet all the needs of others. And so if Jesus had to get away and refresh himself, why wouldn't you have to get away and refresh yourself? We have to have a regular routine, a regular Sabbath. How many of y'all have a regular Sabbath? Oh, that's not a lot of pans. That's, we got to work on that. We need to have a regular Sabbath, Amen. You need to have a dedicated at least 24 hours where I'm not taking no mess, I'm not hearing no stories, I don't want to hear no drama, I'm just going to sit before God, I'm going to be at rest. Anybody have a regular Sabbath they have? How can you plan a regular Sabbath this week? You got to balance your hours, you can't always be, you know, even moms. You gotta, sometimes you can't raise your child by yourself. It takes a village to raise a child, doesn't it? Sometimes you got to call a family friend. or you, you have to find a place to be at rest. Amen. So identify those peace dealers and make up your mind to stay in peace. Sometimes, though, sometimes, though, God is the one that allows the weights in our lives, right? Sometimes you can pray, you can fast, you can rebuke, and I rebuke you, Satan, come up out of my life. God didn't bring me here, and I'm um, doing all things through Christ, and I'm just going to get through this, but the problem is still there. Sometimes it's not the devil. Sometimes God allows problems in our life. Did y'all know that? Sometimes God wants us to be refined, Sometimes God is testing us, and sometimes God is putting us on the threshing floor. Y'all know about the threshing floor? The threshing floor is around harvest time. We're coming into harvest time real soon, too. And it is when the fresh grain was put on the ground, and the oxen would just step on that wheat. It's to separate the corn husk, the unusable part, from the wheat for the good parts. And imagine being that wheat, just being stepped on and beat on, and it's not comfortable to be that wheat, is it? It doesn't feel good to be pushed down, to be weighed down, to bring down to your knees, and you feel like, what's going on? But if you stay in faith with a good attitude while that situation is happening, God is going to remove the negative stuff and refine you to some usable Powerful people of God, amen, God wants to refine us and use us, so it 's not always a bad thing when when we 're being weighed down by things in our lives when we have situations or money problems or parents or whatever the situation is it 's not always a bad thing sometimes god 's allow us be, allows it because he wants to see us be refined, He wants to release the impurities sometimes he wants us to see the impurities in us so that we can know that what well, we need to work on in the future, right? So, you neighbor pass the test and have a good attitude. You have to decide to have a good attitude when the wrong thing is happening. Make good choices, and I promise you, I promise you, God always, God always repays us. Hallelujah. God always repays us for it. When we have a good attitude, we're going through something hard. You might not see it immediately, but you're going to see it eventually. And it's harvest time. Come your neighbor, it's harvest time. How many of y'all want to have a good harvest this year? Amen. We're going into a new season. Hallelujah. And it's time for us to reap some things in our life. That's prophetic. Hallelujah. So we have to understand what is stealing our peace in our life. And we have to understand when we're carrying a load, when we identify those feelings, we can say them to God, and God can come to us and lead us by the Holy Spirit, lead us by those still waters and keep us at rest, take us through those valleys that seem like they're going to kill us, but they're not. We're going to go through the the valleys, right? We're going to go through the valley of the shadow of death with God. God will bring vindication in your life. Let God make your path straight. That's a good one. Say, take your neighbor. Let God make your path straight for you. You have to have that peace that passes all understanding. So as you decide to stay at rest and cast off societal expectations and bringing everything to Jesus, God is going to make your path straight, bring vindication in your life, and I guarantee you, you're going to start to see more peace in your life. Next week, Reggie is going to talk with us about anxiety, depression, and hope. God, our faithful and steadfast refuge. Let's go to God in prayer. Lord, we just say thank you for the message on rest today. Thank you, Lord, that you are doing more than we could ever do in our lives. We thank you, God, that you love us and you care for us, Lord. We ask you, Lord, to just continue to just keep our hearts still, keep our minds still. And when it's time for us to rest, Lord, help us to rest. Help us to not move, Lord, and come to you because you want to download something new in our lives. You want to refresh us and restore us like the world world cannot do, like the world tries to do, but just not really doing for us. So we recognize you and we come to you to you today saying, help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, stay at rest. Help us, Lord, to just stay in faith when we are lost and when we feel like we don't have any hope left, when we have nowhere else to turn. And we say thank you for your son, Jesus, who was our living atlas, the one that holds us in our hands, God. And we just say thank you. And all these things we ask in Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. It's prayer time. And our lay pastors are going to come down and they're going to pray with you. And while the light pastors come down, I'm going to sing, I Surrender All. You're welcome to sing also. Awesome.
4: All to Jesus.
0: So much, saints. Thank you so much, lay pastors, for praying. Thank you so much. Praise band. Hallelujah. <laughs> so I got some good news for y'all today. We are having, celebrating some birthdays today. Today is Danielle Harden's birthday. Happy birthday to Danielle. It's Tiki Harden's daughter. Happy birthday to Mikkel Chapman this week, tomorrow and Haley White on August the 24th. Happy birthday to everybody this week. We do have a couple of quick announcements. Um, we had a great time at the Health and Education Fair yesterday. Thank you all that for everyone that came out, helped pack bags. Thank you for all that donated school supplies. We are so grateful to you all. Thank you for all those that helped set up and. I was tired of your church, Lord, but would you say thank you? Thank you all for just coming out. So we do have some extra stuff out in the lobby, in the library. We have some flyers. We have a couple of extra book bags, a couple of extra supplies. So if you'd like to go out there and take a look, you can go on out there and take whatever you like. It's free. Um, we also have uh, one of the flyers that says there's an African-American cultural garden Uh, One World Day next Sunday from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. on MLK Boulevard. So it's going to be music. um, It's going to be drumming, um, gospel, violin, just uh, um, some soul food, praise the Lord, and clothing and jewelry out there. So next Sunday after church, you can make plans to go to the African-American Culture Garden. And also, um, we still have our healthy and active fair that's happening on August the 31st here at the church. Um, You can call the 1-800 number at the bottom to see if they take your insurance. So that would be good because it might be free. Amen. So call that number. Um, If you need any more information, um, Gail, um, she may have information on that. If you look onto the back of that paper, there's four things they're doing. They're going to check for card- cardioid artery disease, arterial fibrillation, abdominal aortic aneurysms, and peripheral arterial disease. So those are four screenings that they're going to be doing August the 31st. Um, let's see. We have... Um, information in the bulletin that you all can read and last but not least Pastor Kelly is on vacation hallelujah so that means let her rest that that means don't call her and don't text her you can call myself or the lay pastors lay pastors raise your hand just in case we got Sylvia, we got Helen, we got Marvin and we got Reginald Okay, praise God call us up (laughs) Call us up, tell us what top. you are.: Okay, yes, Carrie? Uh, Miss Mary, she has some stuff set out in the... Uh Thank you. Mary has some extra stuff out, some food out in the fellowship hall, so you can grab that as you like when you're going out today. Any other announcements that I might be missing? Yes, Sylvia? Ella Thomas is in the hospital. I did see her yesterday, and she's doing quite well. So just keep her in your prayers um, as she gets out of the hospital really soon. Hopefully this week she'll be out. But just keep her in your prayers. Is there anybody else? Any other announcements for today? No? Well, if our hearts and minds are clear, let us stand, and I will give the benediction. Lord, we just say thank you for bringing us together today, giving us a message of peace and grace sufficiency, Lord. We are... Um, resting in you this week, Lord. So fill us up, Lord, and help us to bear all the fruit of the Holy Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and self-control. And we ask you, God, to continue to lead us every single day this week. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and tell them, mighty glad you made the church today.